Και τώρα Κέφι Sports με τον Τόνι Καριώτη Στο Κέφι FM Μια εκπομπή με αθλητικά νέα και σχόλια της Βοστόνης Καλημέρα, good morning, this is Gaffy Sports with Tony Cariotis and Jim Zervos. <laughs> What's up, dude? In the house. In the house. I don't know, I, we took a couple weeks off, so I, I'm really excited to be back. Uh, that was one of the best intros, I think, that, that, that you had. I love it. I, I like the it extension. Came out of nowhere. It came I like out of it. Nowhere. I like it. How you uh, doing? I don't know if you noticed a chuckle at the last second, but uh, <laughs> it was tough to hold back the, the, the laughter. <laughs> no, I'm talking. About, I chuckled once too. Um, it's good to be back. This Thanksgiving weekend special edition of Gaffy Sports Black Friday Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it. We're back. We're How back. was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. I filled up on a lot of turkey. Mm. A lot of stuffing, a lot of gravy, and of course, tiropites, you know, Greeks. Yeah. Um, so it was good, man. Lots of food, lots of sleep, hung out with the family. How was yours? Mine was, mine was all right. Not bad, not bad. What is your favorite uh, Greek, not dish, but just the one thing that you like to eat on Thanksgiving, well, aside from the traditional stuff? Yeah. Um, I always look forward. It's not even... For dinner, I, uh, as a dessert, I like garlato burico. Like oh, it has to be uh, there, dude. Uh, for Thanksgiving, if it's the only time of the year I eat it, have you, to get. Do you eat it burico. with anything like coffee or, or just straight up? Um, usually, I'll have like always a glass of water with it on water. the side, and then yeah, like we usually do a coffee, sit around, yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What about you, man? Uh, I I don't have anything that really stands out, but um, I like. Uh, Kalimian fila, it's the tomatoes. Nice. With like avocado sauce spilled over it. That's nice, yeah, dude. They're, they're delicious. <laughs> they they're are. Delicious. Um, lot to talk about. Pats still winning, looking um, good, looking, looking like a champion, yeah. grinding out low-scoring games against them Cowboys. I loved then, it. And then the Cowboys followed it up with another stinker oh, on man. Thanksgiving. They're a joke. They've been a joke since, what, the early 90s when they had Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. They just, year in, year out, there's all this hype. You remember the preseason, these guys, everybody was talking, the Cowboys, where are they now? Got They got embarrassed by the right, Buffalo right, Bills, right. so they're a joke. Garrett's going to go, their head coach, sooner than later. Jerry Jones said he's not making any rash moves right now. He's going to go by the end of the year. Yeah, by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Barring a run to the NFC title game or something, but yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah, are I they see that. six and six? Yeah. Does the coach lead the league in claps? I think he does. Dude, he, he um, never been a big Garrett fan. Yeah. Um, they, they got no chance. Anyways, moving the right along. Celtics looking good. Taking care of business. They got one little slip up yesterday. But they fought tough in that game. They could have stole it, in my opinion. Uh, but Kyrie Irving, mm. the man, the myth, the legend, skips... The last eight games of the Nets planned, in my opinion, planned out this injury months in advance. Once the once the schedule came out, oh, you know it. I'm going to have a bad shoulder in November. <laughs> Circle the shoulder, so I can skip the Knicks, who I tra- talk trash about. Cleveland, who I haven't played against Cleveland in Cleveland since I left Cleveland. Might have played once there. I don't even know if he's gone back. 
and skips the beloved Boston Celtics trip. And who makes his schedules? Like, they lined that up for him. I don't know, Knicks, man. Cavs, Celtics. Probably the three teams that hate him. Big time, man. The home and home with the Nets. You missed both games, dude, really? So they're under 500 when he plays, and now they are 5-1 and one when he doesn't play. He's the ball guy. moves. That's it. They have players, and when he plays, they all just stand in the corner because he wants to dance. That's it. I was telling you off the air, man. Um, he's very similar to Carmelo Anthony Yeah. in his heyday. Gets he, his he, numbers, but ruins the team. Ruins the team. Yeah. That is what we call the Kyrie effect. <laughs> so moving right along, Boston Bruins, hot. Yeah, Beat your man. Rangers? Yeah, unfortunately. It was, uh, I like it was... how you wore the Rangers shirt in here today. <laughs> it, was, it was a close match. The, the Rangers were up 2-0, but the Bees, again, they find ways to win. They came back, tied it up 2-2, took it to overtime, and uh, Pasternak to Krejci gets the game winner, and they're tied for the best record right now in the East. Mm. So it's them and the Capitals. We've, we talked about the Capitals earlier this yeah. year, so... All right. They're looking legit, man. And in local news, the Goya and the Joy League is back. We've had two weeks of action, but this week we are off because it is Thanksgiving break. You got anything good planned this weekend or just kind of extending the long four days and just relaxing? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll do a little bit. I don't know if the Black Friday um, sales will continue over the weekend. Yeah. But maybe if I can squeeze some Christmas shopping in because I think this is the furthest out we've been because of the late Thanksgiving, yeah, close to it's really close. It's closer to Christmas than usual. Than usual, yeah. So because I think last year was around twenty two, twenty three. That's right. right. Yeah. So this year, you know, I'm a last minute chopper. I'm the guy. What, 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 what do we have today? Thirty. Jeez, November. 4th. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's take a music break, and when we come back, we'll dive into the last couple weeks in sports. We'll uh, keep talking uh, Thanksgiving food and Christmas stuff, and I can't believe we're in just we're close to December. Get on social media, Twitter, Instagram. We are at, at Geffy Sports. And we are back, Geffy Sports, Tony Carriotis, and Jim Zervos. That <laughs> wasn't gonna go that long this time. We've got a lot to talk about. What's up? Um uh, the Kyrie effect. Mm. Talk to me. I can't stand him, bro. You you miss you know you and he he circled the dates for the home and home against the Celtics and said I'm gonna find an injury and I'm not playing these games and I'm gonna skip the Knicks game as well and the Cavs. Hmm. He is a cancer. He is, the ball stops again. Very similar to Carmelo. You pass the ball, it's just that's it. He's gonna get his points. He doesn't care about getting anybody else involved. And one way one way or another, there's always drama around him. Just like there was always drama with Melo. Always drama with Kyrie. He goes on that long Instagram post. Everybody should stop booing me. Wah. I don't care. Wah. This is basketball. This is, you know, things are about life. Wah. Nobody cares, dude. You suck. You couldn't handle the pressure in Boston. You're not going to handle the pressure in New York. It's only going to be... If Kyrie, if if Durant plays with you next year, it'll be a miracle if they don't chase him out of town. I, I think he's he's garbage, and um, we're lucky that we have Kemba Walker who can actually pass the ball, and it showed so far this year with the Celtics and their record and everything that they're bringing. Kyrie, cry me a river. Nobody cares. Go home. That's all I, I got to say about I that. It. I love it. I love it. I love the rant. Um 
Yeah, that Instagram post, the planned injury. Uh, he's it's been three years. He's been a Cleveland Cavalier. Still hasn't played there. Um, I don't see him coming to the Garden at all this year. No, unless it's a playoff game. Good luck. But then he'll play like a nose surgery or something. Right, like he did a few years ago during Game Seven. <laughs> um. Yeah, this guy's just not a winner. He's not a leader. The teams, the Nets are better without him. We're better without him. When he plays, the teams are mediocre because it's just him and everyone. Da- he dances and it comes down to the wire, and they end up losing in the game at, at the end of the game. And what I can't stand the most is that because he gets his stats, he's an MVP candidate. Whatever happened to most valuable player? He's the least valuable player when he drops thirty points. Right. It's least valuable. Most valuable is when you turn it into a better plus minus. And I saw like a list of MVPs and he was around 10 in the league. I, he shouldn't be in the top 50. No, absolutely not. As a point guard, your job is to, to dish make the, the ball. offense efficient. That's it. Dish the ball. Be dude. efficient. And they, he's not efficient when he, he's not. And they, the Nets, the, the two games against the Celtics, looked really good. Absolutely. They were enjoyable to watch. They swing it around, they got shooters everywhere. And when he plays, it's like this team forgets how to shoot. But it's not that he forgets how to shoot. It's a shooter needs to touch the ball every two, three possessions. Can't go 15 minutes without taking a shot because right. Kyrie wants to get his 27 field goal attempts. Right. Overpumped. Overpumped. Overhyped player. If there was ever an overhyped player in the NBA, it's this guy. Um, he he do likes. You, do you think that, let's say he, I mean, he, they're not going to run him out of town in a year. Like, do you think this is going to work with him and Durant? It'll be interesting to see how Durant comes back. You know, he's going to be... If Durant's 90% of himself. They'll be a playoff team. They'll be a playoff team potentially contending. You know, I I think with Durant around, it's going to give him that other personality there to take heat off him. So maybe he'll have to dish the ball. Durant, he he needs the ball. He's a shooter. Right, but my my issue is Durant's a a little like him where I think... It'll hurt the rest of the team when both of them are on the court. Right. It'll be interesting to see how things play out. I um, think if they do, when they, Durant does come back, they might have to trade a few players away just to create a more cohesive unit. Agreed. Agreed. Because guys like Harris, Dinwiddie, um, and a few of these other guys that are hitting shots, they're going to be like, Where? I'm not going to get touches when Durant comes back. Absolutely not. So i got to leave here. Right. Interesting. That's Brooklyn's problem. Our problem, I... Is basically just we got to wait out Gordon Hayward coming back. I know, and I like where we're at. I really, really like the Celtics. Marcus Smart has turned the table around. We'll get into that in the next segment, actually, because we are up against the clock. So let's take a music break. Let us join the conversation. Get on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know what you think about the Kyrie Irving skipping the trip to Boston, Marcus Smart's improvements, and when are we getting Gordon Hayward back? Got a few sports. All right, just like that, we're back and going to jump right back into what we were talking about. The Boston Celtics here with Jim Zervos. Marcus Smart has made some improvements lately. Tell me, what do you see? He's, I've been the biggest Marcus Smart hater. (laughs) You voiced your opinion plenty about him, that's Uh, for sure. He's improved his shot. Yeah. He... For at least the last week and a half, stopped doing heat checks in the second quarter. Because um, there were some games where he missed five shots in a row and he'll shoot a sixth one and just let the other team hang around. 
Uh, obviously, his defense is amazing. It's come up big in the last few weeks. Um, he's become a leader on the team. Uh, what else? And he's a consistent free throw shooter. He's really, really... Wow, I can't believe I'd say this. He's winning me over. <laughs> well, his, his effort this year... And again, it's the Kyrie effect. Yeah, taking him out. Right. All these other guys have stepped up. Right, right. And you're and he's not. He's comfortable being. He's comfortable being himself. Very, very comfortable. And he's vocal. You know, he'll tell you when he's right, when he's wrong. He, you know, he owns things. And uh, another guy, obviously, all Celtics fans uh, know that has made a, a big step. I think this year is Tatum, man. Yeah. Tatum has looked really on another level this year. Jalen Brown as well as a mid-range shot. Absolutely. Has improved big time. Absolutely. And so these guys are taking the steps we all hoped they were taking. Right. They don't become a superstar overnight. Give everyone till year four or five. And that's where Brown's in what, year four? Tatum's in year three. Still think those two those two guys are about two years away from being what we think they're going to be. Just be patient, man. They, they're, they're, those two could be special. They're coming along. And yeah. Kemba's really opened things up for that man. And which leads to the next topic, the Kemba scare. Yeah. Again, in Denver, we didn't cover that yet. No. So I missed the game, but I was told he ran into Ojale like a brick wall and fell to the ground, and they threw him on a stretcher. And it turns out he only misses one game, no concussion, just a strained neck. Comes back, drops 39 points. Yeah. That was dodging a serious injury. I saw the highlights that night. I wasn't watching the game. And it looked innocent enough, like, uh, the, the the other guy, I'm not going to try his name. Ojale. Ojale. Um, it looked, you know, Kemba Walker was driving the lane, and he like came down on his head, and he went straight with the the top of his head into mm. the guy's side, and he just collapsed. Right. And he wasn't moving at all. It was like uh, 15 minutes before everything was said and done, and they took him off the stretcher and everything. So it was very scary. Yeah. Um, you know, social media lit up. Everybody, concussion protocol, spray neck. A doctor, right. Everyone's a doctor. Oh, six to eight weeks before anything was said and done. Yeah. Like, take it easy, guys. Yeah. I know these guys, everybody on social media wants the clicks. Yeah. And they want yeah. everybody yeah. to click. So it turns out he misses one game. That's it. Comes back and... Season high. He's fitting in really, really nicely. Very and nice. I, I don't know if you remember, my take was, if he can turn into a... I have three other options on this team first. He's going to fit in really nice. Because now he can pick when he wants to attack and when he when he doesn't. If he came in thinking he's going to be the number one guy, it wasn't going to work. But right. He's doing what I was hoping he would do for it to work out. So I'm excited about Kemba. I'm excited about the Celtics. It's, it's very exciting. They're in contention to take the one seed in the East all season. Yeah. With a legitimate shot at beating whoever's in the way, whether it's the Bucks, Raptors, and I told you guys before the season, the Sixers are a joke. They are. They are not. Everyone's, oh, they're going to be the one seed. Philly, LA Finals. What are you talking about? No. You can't shoot. You're probably the slowest team in the league. Did you see Ben Simmons take a half-court shot with six seconds left? Uh, I, Guy I, takes hits one three, and now he thinks he's Steph Curry. I hate it. I, I just There was a brain fart. He thought there was like no time left. Right. There was like seven seconds left, and he's just heaving it. He's that type of player. Where the brain farts seem very, uh, very frequent with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited about the Celtics. I really, really am. It, it, it's crazy, you know, as a, coming here as a New Yorker, and uh, be patient with me, fans from New York. 
it's amazing how much winning goes on yeah. between all these franchises. You can always count on across the board, all four franchises, yeah. baseball, football, basketball, I mean, hockey. Yeah, leading to what I was going to say next, going through our segments for today, we talked we talked about the Pats in the intro, yes. championship contender. Right. We're starting off with the Celtics, championship contender. We're probably going to talk Bruins later, championship contender. Yeah. The Red Sox, offseason, but championship contender in their, is what their plans are. Year in, year out. Year it's in, crazy. year out. So, um, it's exciting. Not a bad time to be a Boston fan, folks. Absolutely not, man. So, hop on social media. Join the conversation at Gaffy Sports. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, Gaffy Sports. Tony Cariotis here with Jim Zervos from downtown. <laughs> from downtown. That was Marv Albert. I like that. Your Marv is pretty good, bro. <laughs> that was a weak Marv, but I can give you the better one later <laughs> in the uh, bonus segment. Sounds uh, good. What's up? That sounds good, yeah. man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Celtics looking good, but there's some other problems going on in the NBA. When I say problems, there's some roadblocks in the West. There's some mighty teams. The Lakers looking good. They're, they're looking, you know, that Anthony Davis-LeBron James duo, bro. Is this LeBron's best roster? Since the Heat. Definitely since the Heat, but since the this Heat, this might be the best roster. I, I, I like I like their players. Um, they're an efficient roster with very, fewer veterans. Where the Heat didn't have veterans after the big three. They were a bunch of, the first year wasn't perfect. This team looks tough. They look real tough. Kuzma's stepped up to the like plate he's this that, year. That young guy that you're not sure about, but he comes through when they need him. Rondo's coming back now. Danny Green, dude, veteran. Avery, they got three seven footers. Avery Bradley. Um, they're they're a good team, bro. They're good. And if there was ever a year where okay, we have a, a Golden State Warriors clearing the the path because yeah. they've been so damn dominant, right? This is the year. Yeah, this is the year. What's unfortunate is I would love to see these Lakers play the real Warriors. Oh, to that, see how good they are. That would be fantastic. Because I think no matter how good anybody gets this year, I don't know if they're going to be at that level. It's the next tier down for for championship material. Agreed. But it doesn't that's doesn't take anything away from any of these teams. Absolutely. Um, Lakers looking good. Clippers undefeated Clippers. since the George and Leonard are playing together. Another contender. Another contender. The Nuggets. The, the Nuggets looking very good. Yeah. Luka Doncic, not championship material yet, but no. they're the next big thing. Absolutely. Give it a couple of years, I think. And we'll see how Chris Stapps does. Yeah. You know, this is his first year back. And but he's doing okay for a first year back. He is. He's getting his 15, 18 points. Absolutely. Um, then who do we got? Portland's been a failure. Yeah. But they signed Carmelo Anthony. Right. He's got a job again. He does. Um, anyone else in the West? It you know, kind of the, falls off. Then there's the, the mid-tiers that are good teams, but they can't win it all. Right. Utah, Utah, Houston. Right. San Antonio's having a bad year. Timberwolves. Timberwolves Suns. are falling. Uh, the Suns, since the injury and the suspension, haven't been the same. Right. Well, not the suspension, the injury to uh, Rubio. Yeah. And I think they need eight and come back. And then another team that fell off since a player, another player injured in the Hawks. They started off like 4-1. and one, Yeah. And they've lost like 15 in a row because... After Trey Young, their second best player is now suspended. Yeah, they're they're pushing the Knicks for that number one draft pick right now, man. But the thing is, they were on track for the playoffs. They were. It's still a long season. We're, but we're you don't about recover from four and twenty or whatever they're at. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough for them to, to so battle you got back. Championship tier: Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Celtics. I like that. And then the next tier: Raptors, Nuggets. 
Rockets. Know, Rockets. But they, they they can't win it all. No, no, no way. You know, and uh, Miami Heat are kind of a surprise I so like far this year. I like the Heat. Yeah. Um, so that Jimmy Butler. But, but the Heat, even though they have a good record, when they've been losing to the good teams. Yeah. yeah that, if you look at their few losses, they're all to the good teams. Right. So They've had a few young players step up. I have a couple of them on my fantasy basketball team. This guy done mm-hmm. at point guard. Um, but I'd love to see a Celtics-Lakers final. Yeah. That'd be pretty that, cool. That would be cool. You know, but I think if the Celtics make any move before the deadlines, we need one more big man. And I, I like your thought about bringing in the dude from Adams. the Thunder. He'd be a nice pickup. but It's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost. Because he's not like a throwaway player. No, 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 no. He, he's still young. He's still young. Yeah. So, But we need one more big man because if... But I like our role players. Oh, absolutely. Like we drafted intelligent players rather than potential this year. And it's paying off. Uh, what's his name? Williams, not the center. Trent. Yeah, he's he's an intelligent player. Yeah, he does. He knows his role. He's on the court to set screens and get the guys the ball. That one game that Tremont Waters played. Yeah, when Kemba was out, hell hell of a game. And then um, the only other rookie that isn't playing up to par, who had a great preseason, is Carson Edwards. Yeah, it's like he's forgot how to play ball. NBA. It's tough to adjust to sometimes. It's tough. Preseason's not NBA. Right. <laughs> You're playing against other college kids in the preseason. Danny Ainge, he's lead. it's all him, man. I think what they realized, it was the Kyrie situation that taught them to stop drafting flashy potential. Right. It's time to go back to drafting intelligent players that fill roles. And that's because it. Because you have your... you don't After Jalen, Jason, and Gordon, and even Kemba, you don't need more guys that just want the ball. Right. Now you need to find screen setters. Uh, charge takers, distributors, shot blockers, and Robert Williams. Absolutely. So it's, it's just fill the role players. In. Yep. And I think you've, I think the Kyrie thing taught him that. Yeah. So that's my take on the Celtics. I think we're looking good this year. I am not afraid of the Bucks. I don't care if you're a Greek fan and oh, it's all Yannis. I am not afraid of Yannis. Bring him on. I'm looking to sweep the Bucks this year. Put it that way. It's Yannis and Middleton. After him, who, who do you got? Yeah. You know, uh, it's and let's let's take last year out of the situation. Right. Last year, Kyrie ruined everything. Oh, it was the just... year prior. We owned Bucks and Yanis. Last year, with the Kyrie drama, we still beat the Bucks a couple times. I I, I just I think we know how to play the Bucks. Right. And I'm not just saying that as a Celtics fan. I think the Bucks got their way with us last year because of the Kyrie drama. Yeah, I don't think that happens this year because we're a well-rounded team. It's and then the Bucks are just a bunch of. Average players around Yanni. A hundred percent. If Kemba keeps doing what he's been doing, getting his points, but still dishing out the ball, mm-hmm. making everybody more cohesive unit. Yeah. I think we can do it. I think so too. I think so too. All right, let's take a music break and we come back. We're only we're with you till about one o'clock. We still got another we're only about halfway through. Awesome. All right, we'll be back. We will and continue this episode of Geffy Sports. Ακούτε Κέφι Σπορτ με τον Τόνι Καριώτη. Στο Κέφι FM, μια εκπομπή με αθλητικά νέα και σχόλια τη Βοστόνη. Back to Κέφι Σπορτ, Τόνι Καριώτη, Jim Zervos. And we are, I think we're enough, uh, we talked enough hoops. Let's move right along. Um, Your New England Patriots coming off a win 
over the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Two NFC East teams, good teams, um, scraped out one possession games in both. Yeah. Of superior defense. Tom Brady looks like me throwing the ball out there. Uh, it's a down year for Brady. It's a down year. It's tough. But what is the problem? Is it age? Is it no receivers? Is it bad offensive line? I think it's a combination. Uh, I don't think it's his arm because there's been times where he's just being rushed every single time. He's being rushed. The offensive line is giving him no time. As far as weapons, what's going on? The run there, there is no run game right now. I don't know where Sony Michelle is. Yeah, and we're uh, not using James White much. No, and Burkhead, I know he's are, been more involved. Do you, but do you think that it's they're taking a sample of last year and realizing we don't need to peak in November, and maybe now they're gonna start throwing the playbook out there? I hope it's so. Like, it doesn't even look like their playbook anymore. Right. Very different this year. Or maybe they've learned let's not use the playbook until December and January. Very February. different. Very different. Their defense is still lights out. No, the uh, defense is insane. <laughs> and tomorrow we got, yeah, Sunday night, we're going to have Gilmore up against one of the best receivers in the league. Should be a good matchup. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be a what real good matchup. What scares me, though, it's not a game you can afford to lose because the Bills and the Ravens are keeping up. They are. The well, Ravens, if you tie them, they own the tiebreaker. The Bills, if we lose tomorrow and then they beat us, now they're ahead of us. Yeah. Then you go into the players as a wild card team. Bills are looking legit this year. Yeah. Jake Jake Allen, the, the quarterback. I think when we play the Bills against gonna be another one of those whose defense is gonna hold the other team down more. Right. And we could probably since it's home, maybe we scrape out another fourteen to ten game. I, I don't mind that. I, I like close games. Yeah. I wanna see them go back to rushing the ball. Uh they, I, I feel like they they try to get Burkhead over involved this year and they forgot about sony michelle and james white who i think are both such valuable assets like just go back to running the ball and it'll open up you know instead of them stuffing well it it depends on the defenses and everything but it should open up the way for for brady um if, if they rush the ball again um they haven't been doing nothing with running i have both james white and i know i'm always referencing fantasy I'm a fantasy freak, guys. Uh, play lots of football, fantasy football, basketball. James White and Michelle haven't been doing nothing this year because they're, they're not running the ball at all. So I think Brady's still got it. If you give him time, he can make the throws. This week in Houston, it's going to be good weather, so they don't have to worry about it. Hmm. Um, they have a dome, right? They do. It's about time we're playing indoors. <coughs> so, so either way, mm. I think this week that they need to, to start strong with the running game. They, they haven't really... Did, did you feel at any point in the Philly and Dallas game, even though it was one possession or less, were you ever concerned about giving up the lead? Because I wasn't. No, just because the defense... Like they controlled playing. the game, even though we were giving it back, only up seven. They can hold the line. That's what they've showed so far in their um, 11 games that they've played. They can hold the line. You know, when yeah. they need to get the big stop, they're getting the big stop. Right. I think they've only allowed like 117 or... Yeah, the fewest going In the league. The, yeah, the fewest up to this week in history. Right. So, Tied with like the legendary Bears and a few other teams. So, yeah, their, their defense makes you feel warm and fuzzy, but the offense still... I'm just hoping that they're like holding the playbook till December slash January slash February. <laughs> That's something I only hope because otherwise, how's, how's it going to improve? I don't know. It starts with the for me. It, it starts, starts with the run game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. 
You you have two very capable backs. Obviously, James White, you can use him more on third down, too, because he can catch the ball. But feed the ball to Michelle, dude, unless he's hurt. Yeah. Unless they've both got some injuries that they're not disclosing. You know how Bill is. I was reading earlier, 17 guys questionable for tomorrow yeah. night's game. That's insane, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so You mentioned fantasy. I'm going to throw something at you now. I don't talk a lot of fantasy. But I'm in a 14-team league, yep. auction league, keeper league, auction-based. And all year I've been in first place without managing much. Like I put my lineup in, checked for five weeks, but I don't do acquisitions or trades, nothing. I've been in first place all season. I fell out of first place by half a game this past week. So this weekend is the final week of the season. So there's big money for first place regular season and obviously for the championship. I need a win, and I need the team with Lamar Jackson to lose. Mm. Dude, Lamar Jackson's been killing it. But my only hope is they're playing San Fran. It's going to be – it's probably going to be – Besides the the Pats Texans, that's that's the the other game of the week for yeah, me. Yeah, you know, that's a huge game. That's huge. probably a better game than Pats Texans. Um, I need the San Fran to shut him down. I always or just keep his points down. Right. So because I need that team to lose. Because even if I win, he wins. He's got me by half a game because he has a tie in the earlier in the season. Hmm. All year and last week, my team completely did nothing because I had Mahomes. He had the bye week. I have three premier running backs because off an auction type league that I have keepers. All did nothing. It was just the worst week possible. Painful. I started a kicker that was injured by accident. Uh, my defense I picked up on a buy last week got zero. So like my tight end kicker and defense combined for zero. My running backs combined for like three. Eek. My quarterback because on on bye week again had like seven. It was just one of those miserable weeks. So I wasn't too upset about not starting a kicker. Right. I was gonna lose no matter what last yeah. week. Yeah. So now I need to win, and I need the team with Lamar Jackson to lose. So, but you know what I'm going to go in with? I went with the I don't care mentality all season, and the one week I cared, I lost. So I'm going to go back to I don't care. Don't care. What's going to happen is going to happen. That's it. You push that button, it's start your written. players, done. It's been written. Um, all right, let's take a music break. We still got a lot to talk about. Don't worry. We didn't run out of stuff to talk about. That doesn't happen when Jim's in the house. Yeah. Get your sports. Back to Kefi Sports, Tony Cariotis, Jim Zed Voss in the house, and we are now going to shift gears and talk about another contender. Your Boston Bruins are hot. Super hot. They beat your team. They did. Uh, in overtime yesterday, the, the Rangers came into town for an original six matchup. Rangers were looking good, man. They were up 2 nothing at one point. Uh, McAvoy gets into a fight with uh, Rangers forward Brendan Smith trying to fire up the crowd. And guess what? It worked. Mm. Fighting is still part of the NHL. Oh, yeah. It should always be. Always. You know, there's so many people out there. It's too brutal and pugilistic, if that's how you say the word. Um, there's, a, there's a spot for it. Because right after that fight, bees come right back. They get their first goal, get some confidence. The place is go- generating buzz. Next thing you know, it's tied up at two. They take it to overtime, and it's the usual suspects. You know, Pasternak with a sick pass uh, across the way to Krejci, who buried it. And uh, they've won their last six in a row. So they're tied for best record in the in the league right now with the Capitals. They, they each have 41 points at the start of the day. So um, they're looking good, bro. Championship contenders right now. 
Like Unreal. You, like you said, it's a great time to be a Boston sports fan because the last these, twenty years, it's amazing. Bruins haven't lost at home yet this year. Um, Do we have overtime losses? They no, no overtime losses. Ten zero and four. So they have had four uh, overtime losses. Or is that an overtime win? The so, third part of your record is an overtime win. You're right. So, or no, it's an overtime loss. It's an overtime loss. So they have had four overtime losses at home, right. but not, not no regulation loss. No regulation yeah, yeah. loss. Because an overtime win just goes into the win category. That's right. right. So um, they they're putting the puck in the net, but they need to get secondary scoring. They're getting more than fifty percent of their production right now from the top line, from the top three guys: mm. Marchand, Pasternak, and Bergeron. And Bergeron is out right now. With some kind of lower body injury, so he's missed the last couple of games. He didn't play for the Rangers game, didn't play for the Canadians game. Uh, he's expected to be back. Uh, Cassidy holds the coach, holds things very tight to the vest, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully he comes back all right. Obviously they'll be very, very careful with him, but they need to get secondary scoring. So Krejci's been coming on, Krug is there. Um, Charlie Coyle, who they just gave a center from Weymouth, uh, they signed for a six-year extension. He's been doing good this year, so um, I still think they should probably make a trade for a speedy winger before the trade deadline just to increase that second line, give Krejci somebody uh, on the wing that can put the puck in the net, somebody physical, somebody fast, um, and even spruce up the third line a little bit. See if you can add, obviously, top six forward for the top two lines would be great, but see if you can get somebody for the third. Because if you can roll three lines with a have a fourth be like you're checking, mm. they're already again tied for best in the league right now. So you know a little bit of up, upgrade like that would go a long way. And Halak's done a great job um, as the backup goaltender this year. <coughs> so I think we're right there, man. Blues, you know, you better buckle up because I think maybe we'll have a rematch this year. Uh, hey, if we just don't leave that trophy on the mountaintop, I'll be all right with that. Um, all right, let's take a music break. That was your Bruins update by Jim Zervos while wearing a Rangers t-shirt. <laughs> Loyalty. Caffey Sports. All right, we're back to Caffey Sports. Got Tony, got Jim. So, we just talked Bruins. We talked to all the... Pro sports. Let's move over to another type of pro team. The Greece Sports. Greek Sports Updates. Update. Yeah, man. Awesome. We're talking a little bit of uh, Greek Super League action. So this weekend, today, big game. Um, Ofi and Ayek are facing off. So that should be the match of, of the day. Um, we have a couple other games. No big teams, really. Larissa Volos. Panionios Panetolikos. Tomorrow is the matchup of the weekend that everybody's going to be tuning in for. The top two teams in the Super Greek League. Pauk, my team, mm -hmm. the best team, mm -hmm. versus Olympiakos. So they're, uh, again, neck and neck, one and two, currently in the standings in the Greek Super League. It's going to be uh, probably the biggest derby of of the year so far. The, both of these guys have been playing lights out. Both teams are undefeated um, at home. Uh, right now, Pauk is at an incredible 46 matches unbeaten at home. The streak began in March of 2018. Paukara, what's up? 
So um, that, that's the game I'm tuning in. <clears throat> I'm tuning in for today. There's a couple other uh, games today, Panathina, uh, or tomorrow, I'm sorry. Panathinaikos, Asteras, Tripolis, Xanthi versus Atromitos, and Aris Lamia. But again, the, the game of the weekend will be tomorrow, Olympiakos Pauk. I see Pauk winning 3-1, and uh, it should be a really exciting game. So I'm sure, you know, all the Greeks listening locally across the world, they're going to be tuning in for that game. It's going to be a do-not-miss game. There's a lot of bad blood there. Um, you know, Pauk has been, the last couple of years, really holding on strong. So it'll be up to Olibiakos to, you know, get him, get him out of that first spot. Right now, Pauk is leading the Super Greek League with 80 points. Olibiakos is in second with 75. So... It should really, it should be a great match. I'm looking forward to it. Don't bother me tomorrow if you're mm. texting me in the afternoon. No, I won't reply because mm. I'll be busy with my Pauk jersey cheering on my team. Very good. All right. Um, anything else to report? Or is that <coughs> Rick Pitino doing anything? Well, with Rick Pitino, uh, actually, uh, speaking of Olibiakos. Wait, actually, hold up. It's Rick Pitinos. Rick Pitinos. Yes. Ricky. Um, so a couple of Olympiacos players that are on the Greek national team mm. don't want to play for the Greek national team anymore. Surprise, surprise. Why? Because Olympiacos hates Panathinaikos. Last year, Rick Pitino coached Panathinaikos. So yeah. these players are holding a grudge just because their teams don't like each other against the national coach who forfeit his salary for the Greek national team because he wants to coach the Greek national team because he loves Greece. These guys don't get it. They, they, they have a different mind so frame So he's not getting there. paid for it. He's not getting paid for it. Because I know it. that you're not supposed to, but I thought maybe they were paying him. In the past, other player, other coaches have been paid. He, they he, have? They have. Oh, I thought that the national job is a, is a no-money job. It, it, de- it depends on the coach. Yeah. I think with the with the Greek ones, they, I don't think they get money. But like the international coaches... To um, bring one in. To bring you, one in. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Rick Pitino, high yeah, high caliber high name, regardless of what he's got in the past here with the college. So um, it'll be interesting to see how things play out. But guys, get over it, man. It's the Greek national team. You're playing for the flag. You're not playing for your team. Let go of these. You're talking about a Greek in Greece right now. You think they're not going to hold that oh, grudge? They hold. They hold grudges. Yeah, I mean. Of course they do. Anyways, all right. That is your update out of Greece. When we come back, we're going to fill you in on what's going on locally in sports with the uh, Greek leagues and Greek events. We'll be right back on Geffy Sports. And we're back, Geffy Sports, Tony Cariotis, Jim Zervos, and now we're entering our final segment of the week. And what we do each and every week, we fill you in on what's going on in the Greek basketball, Goya, and Joy League. But we are on a bye week this week, so there are no games today and no games tomorrow. That The leagues pick back up next week. So next Saturday morning, tune in. We'll have you the latest schedules of who's playing who, Joy, Goya boys, Goya girls. Um, what do we got? We got events coming up. December is here, so let's dive right into a few events in December. What do we got? December seventh, the first one. The first one. What Before we, we get to that, you guys have been playing the game so far at Hellenic, the Goy League. Yeah, yeah, it has started. How, how's everything been over there with that? I uh, know it's been good. Two weeks have been. I've uh, gone in. Um, our my high school team is one and one. 
Nice. Yeah, we won the season open on a 15-point comeback. Nice. One by one, and then second week we took one off the chin. Nice okay. little 20-point smacking. Learning experience. Yeah, yeah, we got a young team. Like I said, our Joy team hasn't played a game yet because uh, they had the bye, and there was a cancellation the second week. So, But our Joy team looks good from practices. And our girls are one in one. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. All right, right back to the Greek events. Uh, Saturday, December 7th, we have a Greek night with special guest Sneak from mm. Greece. So that should be a, a great, great show over at Society on High, uh, December 7th. And then the very next day at the Maliotis Cultural Center in Brookline, we have the second annual Greek Music Festival. So there'll be uh, lots of good music. Um, so make sure you guys check that out. And right from there, it's the big show. Kefi FM's New Year's Eve party, Tuesday, December 31st. So uh, if you haven't gotten your ticket, uh, go to our website, kefifm.com, for more info. Or give us a call at 781-789-8749. It's at the Crown Plaza in Woburn. It should be a good event. It should be a great event. Last year, I think we had 350 people, and there was a waiting list. So... These tickets are going, guys. Remind if you want to, the date of the New Year's Eve party, <laughs> December thirty first, right, guys. Right. New Year's Eve. Uh, for those who just started listening to us, that's just a little <laughs> inside joke we have here, where I keep asking Jim to throw him off. When's the New Year's Eve party? What date? And he falls for it every time, but he's gotten pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's caught on to my shenanigans. Slowly but surely. Um, all right, that's all we got for you guys this week. Um, enjoy the rest of this long weekend if it was long if you didn't work on Black Friday uh, and then there's Cyber Monday that's what they call Monday right oh yeah Cyber that's Monday the other big is day. where you get the online deals you see the Cyber Truck I didn't the new Tesla truck oh where they throw the ball through the window yeah did you, you see, see that the, did you see the Cyber Truck <laughs> yeah um, but I don't think that's going to be a Cyber Monday kind of deal no um, but this guy Elon man just keeps pushing keeps- the limits it's amazing. He's got a beautiful mind. He does. Uh, going real, real quick back yeah. to Black Friday. It was like I read an article, like seventy or eighty billion dollars. Um, between, so I am not a keep going. But I think be, million, not billion. Uh, between Friday and Monday, uh-huh. it, it could set up to be like one hundred and forty million dollars worth of spending for Christmas gifts. It's amazing. It's a lot of money, dude. I would think it's actually billion because it's a lot of people. Well, maybe it is billion. Because if you're saying million, that means everyone's only spending 140 bucks. Nah, I think it's billion. Could be. It's got to be a billion. There's millions of people. I think people should should reach out to us on social media and let us know. That's a good question. Yeah. It's a is billion. It billion, billion? billion. It's got to be a billion. <laughs> you're telling me there's only a million people shop on Black Friday and spend 141 dollars. It's got to be a billion. 100. percent all right, it's billion. It's billion, folks. You don't even need to do your research. Uh, You're gonna, right. You're right. It is billion. Is it billion? It is billion. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, there's a million people just in Boston telling me they eight billion dollars. They're expecting. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I am <gasps> not a Black Friday shopper I'm, or a Cyber Monday shopper. Right. What kind of shopper are you? I am a last minute shopper. Boom. Uh, I intentionally stay away from Black Friday. Not because of the chaos, but because of, I just feel like the product that's out there on Black Friday is intentionally placed there, and in the sales, I think kind of fake. That's just my opinion. Huh. 
And I think they just create fake retail prices and tell you they're on sale when they're really they're not. Well, they're you know they're marking everything up Every, already. Right. They're marketing so, the marketing part's so good that they can create a sale when it's not on sale. Right. Absolutely. And like the products that are like doorbusters are designed for Black Friday, so like the TV you find for like a hundred bucks, right? It's probably gonna end up dying in about a year or two. Of course, because they're last year's model, right? Or they're intentionally designed with the cheapest pro- uh, parts for that day. I saw a fifty-inch, and I don't know which store this was. Fifty-inch, high-def universal four K mm. for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So what's going on there? So that's not a last year's model because if it's last year's model, that means it was good at some point. You know what I mean? Last right. year isn't bad technology. Right. It's created as a very low-end product. Very low-end, With low-end parts so that right. they can sell it for 150 bucks and probably still turn a profit. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But no one's looking at the specs on Black Friday because no. you're running in. That's a big-looking TV. I'm taking it. And you just wasted 150 bucks. That's I'm, just my take. Hot take. It's that's a good take. a hot take. It's probably everyone's take. I think it's a good take. Anyways... Um, we're we are done. We're done just for this week. We're back. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Um, podcast. We'll have it up by Monday. Last week's podcast is up. If you want to hear our voices a little bit more, um, but yeah, go Pats. They're playing the Texans. It's gonna yeah. be Gilmore is gonna try to shut down DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre, who's been looking good. And man. let's see if Brady on in an indoor atmosphere can get some. Time to throw the ball and see if December football will be kind. Run the ball, Pats. If there's anything I can I can wish upon them and just mentally put out there, run the ball. Mm. They've had such great success when they run the ball early. It opens up the field for Brady. Some play action, throw it down the field. So run the ball. I think that I think they can beat the Texans. I think they're going. What final score? Oh yeah, we didn't do that this week. Yeah. Uh I think we're gonna I think we're finally going to get some points. I think I'm going to go 24, 24, 20. Hmm. Okay. Actually, 20 is a lot. Like, I don't think we're going <laughs> to, we don't give up those points no more. Right. So, all right. So, what do we go? Let's go 21, 13. Hmm. All right. I was thinking low scoring as well. I'm going to go. But it's going to be a clean game indoor. I think we're going to improve. And we found Harry finally caught a touchdown, so maybe now Brady's going to trust him. He's got talent. The kid's good. Oh, he does. And I think he's going to be an asset yeah. as we get deeper and deeper. All right, into you the- talked me into 24 to 14. <laughs> That's a good score. I was thinking something along the same perimeters. Yeah. So I'm going to go 28-17, Pats. Hold on. 24-14. And then you got? 28-17, Pats. 28. Oh, you got us up to 28. I got us up to 28. I think they're they're going run this this week. They, they, they have to. You heard to. Jim run the ball. That's run it. Run the ball. Run and then the cr- ball. And then cut protect the line protect. so that Brady can throw the ball. But by, by running the ball, the, the, again, you're opening up the play action, and right. Brady can still sling it. Indoors, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be warm down there. So. Our only problem is red zone, and that's where Harry's going to have to come in. Dude, red zone, I think that we're like one of the worst oh, no, no, teams. No, that might be, it might be one of the worst red zone teams I've ever seen. Right. We get in the red zone, they forget how to play football. Right. They can get to the red zone because if you give Brady and these receivers a lot of space, he'll, he'll dissect. But once you have a small field, it's difficult. Without Very difficult. Very. He doesn't have that target this yeah. year, dude. And you know, if you double up on Edelman, you know who are you throwing yeah. it to? Edel, uh, Harry's gonna have to step up. He's he gonna have to trust them. Trust uh, what's the other kid's name? 
the other rookie. Uh, mm. It's eluding me. He dropped a few balls last week. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Myers? Jacoby My- Is it Jacoby Myers? I'd be lying to you. I think it's something like that. Uh, the two rookies, you got to give them the ball. Yeah. Brady, just st- other quarterbacks trust rookies. You got to start trusting them again. You used to. And hopefully and, Sanu um, yeah, is healthy. Yeah, and he's because he was not active last yeah, week. He wasn't. And I so. need him on my fantasy team to do good. Actually, I'm benching him. I'm benching him because my running backs are back off of buys. There you go. And off of bad performances, I think they'll pick it up. All right, so that's it. Gaffy Sports, we're out of here, Jim. Let's go. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully pass 11-1, and one, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. See you, Jim. Gaffy Sports. Acúsate Kefi Sports με τον Τόνι Καριώτη Στο Kefi FM Μια εκπομπή με αθλητικά νέα και σχόλια της Βοστόνης